the DH. I really like Brett Laurie, and I bet I could watch you strike out A-Rod all day. But when you're done doing whatever, when you're through playing whoever, you know that the Nats fans will be right here waiting for you. Hi, everyone. Uh, welcome to Resting Pitch Face, episode 28. I'm Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. And let's see, you can follow, let's see, all the ways, should start having people like follow, sing along at home, all the ways you can follow us <laughs> uh, on our Twitter, rest in pitch face with no G. Um, you can email us directly at our Gmail, restingpitchface at gmail.com. Uh, you can go to our website and that's rest, just restingpitchface.com and it includes links to all this stuff. And it includes links to our Tumblr, which we never really mention anymore, and our Zazzle store where you can go and buy some Resting Pitch Face merch if you want to show off your Resting Pitch Face pride. Um, <laughs> and oh, which, yes. At least one other person was doing it at Winterfest, so thank that's, you for that. Really? I didn't, I must not have seen them. That's a bummer. Uh, it was Jen. Jen. So yeah. shout out to Jen. She was repping. Oh, she was wearing her button. Yeah. 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 The twisted yeah. button. It counts. It counts. It totally counts. Sorry, I was like, oh my god, there was somebody with one of our shirts or something and I missed them. <gasps> no. Anyway, granted, I didn't wear any of my stuff. Sid did, but I did not. Um, we'll get to that later. Uh lastly, you know, uh if this is how you listen to us, subscribe to us on iTunes. Um, and if you have a moment, give us a rating. That really does, you know, help us out. Um so we've got some stuff to talk about, but it's not much, you know, it's a quiet off season. And so far the Nats have really not done much in the winter meetings um, or at all, but uh, we have a couple Nats news. We have Matt Adams now, uh, presumably to replace Adam Lind who replaced Clint, Ro- Clint Robinson is my guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we basically, we signed off brand Adam Lind. Younger <laughs> off brand, former Brave and Cardinal Adam Lind. Yeah. Um, and I may have asked yesterday if we have to dunk him in a mikvah to get the Braves and cards off him. Yes, the answer uh, to that is yes. Or perform a, a very gentle exorcism. So, <laughs> depending on your your you know sort of faith ways of choice, either one will work. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I assume we have to like get a demon out of him. Yeah, get the get the devil out. Um, yeah. Well, so I looked him up, and um, I know we didn't sign him for his defense but (laughs) negative defensive war but then i looked up adam lind and he also has a negative defensive war so i thought okay well you know i guess if you're six and one half dozen the other it's a lateral move basically yeah yeah i mean they have they have similarly positive but not very much so offensive war okay um and i think matt adams was pretty cheap yeah um, like I want to say five hundred thousand. That can't be right, though. No, it was it Not was one. Um, yeah, and and honestly, the looking at war for first baseman is <laughs> you know like we've said, it's it's one step above Adam Dunn slash traffic cone. <laughs> um, like the like you know in terms of like oh a good defensive first baseman is is damning with faint praise. Yeah. Like, and- like you can tell the ones where it is and it's a very short list um yeah I, you know may there are a few guys who who are sort of natural position first baseman but it's it's a receiving ground for former catchers and broken outfielders yeah and that's fine like he did get four million by the way 
Oh, that's definitely more than I thought. I feel like we could have re-signed Adam Lind for that much or less. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, well, you know, we'll see how it, how it goes. And, you know, just because he was on a sh- shitty team doesn't mean he's shitty. I don't know anything about him. I don't know anything about him personally. So. I will say his beard is better than uh, Adam Lind's, but that <sighs> isn't saying much. Yeah, everybody is also trouble. My beard is better than Adam <laughs> <laughs> Because you don't have one? <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty bad. Um, I mean, Adam Lynn was good. Like, I yeah. wouldn't have mind keeping him, but like yeah. younger, similarly priced, fine, whatever. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, and maybe hopefully we won't find out anything that makes us very upset. But who knows? So that's the main. I guess that's really the only stuff. Oh well. Well, that's the only new guy. That's really. the only new guy so far. We re-signed Kinsler. Um. And we'll talk that, I think, a little bit more because we want to have a little bit more talk about that one, I think. But I guess the only real other Nats addition, uh, Laura. Ah, yes. <laughs> um, Brooklyn May Scherzer, who we have discussed a few times already, so I won't put you guys through more of me shrieking. But um, <laughs> I will we'll link to this, but I just wanted to point out to anyone who has not had the joy of seeing these pictures. Um, so it sounds like they're calling her Brooke. Um, which I Thank think God. is better than Brooklyn, but, you know, we're being polite about it. Um, so Brooke basically already has the hell no skip, I'm not coming out of this game face completely down. I know at Winterfest, Max made some comments about wishing that she looked more like Erica and less like him. Um, and maybe with age that will happen, but at the moment, she just looks like Max. Baby, I mean, she look- has two eyes of the same color, but she she yeah. well, really really looks like Max. It's also babies too early to tell for her eyes. Supposedly, look like their parent or like their fathers for the first year of their life, like disproportionately, as like an evolutionary mechanism that says, "Please feed me." Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, there's also yeah. the whole baby's bones are not fused, so they kind of look like whatever they got squished into in the birth process thing. Yeah, I was going to say, also, I mean, he, she looks like Max, she also looks like a bag of potatoes, like, and that's she good. Like a baby. Yeah. But, the, but the expression, though. Yeah, yeah. the expression is, is spot on. It um, is, it is so, so spot on. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's right. uncanny. And I've spent a lot of time with babies, I used to work with them, I understand this whole they are blobs thing, so I feel like I'm slightly less of a falling for the ink blot effect just by sheer exposure she really really is making that expression she is <laughs> not just i have to you know I, I i pooped in my diaper expression it's like she's definitely saying i'm not coming off the mound that is definitely what she's saying it is that look it is a hundred percent that look um oh. and i for one am very very excited for her pitching debut in 20 what year now what what are we maybe she'll be a, a phenom she'll be like 18 or something i don't know um well if she gets to the majors at 20 mm-hmm. we'll see her in 2037 so i for one have a really really good feeling about the nats <laughs> pitching prospects in 2037 yeah. call her up she'll be ready I definitely should not have taken a sip of my coffee right before you said that. Um, <laughs> that was almost a bad accident. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that's no. I was just that's pretty much it for Nats news. There's been a lot of other moves. Um, well, we can talk about uh, getting Kinsler back now if you guys want to. Um, 
We can we can talk about non-Nats news. I did want to yeah. mention, so for first baseman, just to, to mm-hmm. go back to Matt Adams um, briefly, there are six first basemen who have a D-war above one, and most of them are catchers. That makes a certain <laughs> amount of sense. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, Yadier Molina, good first baseman. <laughs> like, Wilson Contreras, he's, yeah, a catcher, good first baseman. I'm like... Yeah, so I don't feel so bad. I was like, well, you know, there are the the only person I can think of who's like a natural first baseman um, is Cody Bellinger, whose defensive war is zero. Okay, this is just active people, right? Not oh yeah, this is just yet. this year active people. But mm-hmm. like most of the people who have good D war as first basemen are either catchers or third basemen who got mm-hmm. lost. I assume. <laughs> How's um my boy Buster Posey? Um, he's pretty good. Like he's 24th. He's at 0.4 war for first base. But yeah, like we're we're not talking we're not talking uh sort of anyone's a defensive wizard. Um, like Kike Hernandez is 0.7 d war at first base because he's oh. a super utility man. Like I didn't even know he ever played first. Where's I, Ryan Zimmerman? Oh lord. Uh, let's let's. Well, while you're looking, I have a question. Sorry, go ahead. He's at 184th, notably uh, with a defensive war of negative 1.6 for last year. Really? That's surprising. Noted uh, Eric Hosmer, who is first base defensive skills get touted a whole lot, is uh, the same. Hmm. So here, yeah. here is a question, because while I understand how to use all these statistics and what they mean, I don't pay attention to a lot to how they're calculated. So is D-War something that is like weighted by position, obviously a higher defensive necessary position, like say shortstop or higher difficulty defensive position. Is that reflected in the overall scores? Like, so, you know, something like first base where you really don't have to be very good at defense and there's not, you're not going to have a lot of opportunities for amazing defense. Even if you are really good, does that like weight those scores? That's a really good question, to which I don't know the answer. Okay. Same. Um, Listeners, if you know, we would love uh, for you to point that out and yeah. let us know. And note, I'm using baseball references, uh, D-War. Um, mm-hmm. You know, w- war does tend to be calculated differently depending yeah. on, on what site, um, which is why people were caveating, you know, that that Anthony Rendon had, you know, ex, you know XF-war um, because that was a fan graphs war and not a, a baseball reference war. Um, so yeah, I would have to take a look specifically at their formula for it. Given how bad these numbers are for first baseman, I have to think that it's more even. Now it it is also defensive chances, which I which are taken into account, which I don't think you know they they have as much. Uh, so maybe it's a uh, it's being weighted not deliberately, but just as a function of yeah, like sample size. And you catch a ball thrown to you is different than <laughs> can you lay yourself out on the ground and sacrifice yourself for baseball, yeah. like a shortstop or a third baseman would have to. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like like what I'll say is, it goes from plus 1.9 d war to minus 1.7 d war, which is like not a huge range. Yeah. Yeah, everyone, that's really not actually. Everyone kind of, and that's for 186 dudes some of whom are not first basemen like a lot of whom are are other position players who got lost but yeah there's not a lot of you know spread in this data which just indicates that you don't get a first a first basement 
for any particular reason, like yeah. for, for first base, like you get them so that they can hit, you get them for other reasons, um, or you allow, yeah, other people to, to play the position because again, traffic cone, like Tyler Moore, negative <laughs> 0.3. D war for first base. Pete Cosma, <laughs> negative point three. Michael Morse, negative point three. Like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's the shrug emoji of, of stats. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't I feel like Matt Adams was not purchased for because he's gonna play amazing first base, because that doesn't exist. Well, also, I mean he's not he was not purchased really to play first base except for when Zim needs a break. You know, he's there. Right. He, the he was purchased as a pinch hitter. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I I think defense probably went zero into the calculation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. um, but, well, yeah, we'll have to see how, how that, you know, I, last year this time we were kind of like, who is Adam Lind? And then we ended up really liking him. So. Well, and then I read baseball life advice and um, he features prominently in that and that, gave me a lot more positive feelings about him than I would have otherwise from a random well let's be real I do get attached to random pinch hitter signees but mm-hmm. still more context for said attachment yeah reading baseball life advice which I would still highly recommend to everyone and anyone he also shows up in um what is it uh the Dirk Hay- Hayhurst book uh, restitching a major league life um, because Hayhurst was on the, the Jays when he had sort of a, I mean, it chronicles basically addiction to painkillers and, and, um, a basically quasi suicidal breakdown and then recovery. I um, have been meaning to read that. It's this, good. It's not, it's, he's funny, but he's not the kind of funny that I find that funny. <laughs> Um, this does actually bring up something that I keep forgetting to talk to you guys about off the air, but maybe that we can take some listener suggestions. We keep talking about doing another Nats round of book club. Um, and so we either we should decide on a book that we want to do so we can like have people read along at home. Or what if we took some listener suggestions, books you would like to read with us or yeah. that you would like to hear our thoughts on that we can maybe, you know, in the next episode, like here's the one that we're going to choose and then the episode after that we can discuss it or so i don't know yeah no for sure we we've definitely had some ideas before but haven't settled on anything yeah um so it would be awesome if anybody's got suggestions from mm-hmm. out in ether um that, that they, they might you know that might they might want to read with us and yeah yeah us help us pick more. one for sure yeah sorry that was a tangent but <laughs> you made me think about it so a salient one is it weird that the dats have not really made very many moves yet i feel it's strange um, I feel like, though, so replacing Adam Lind, mm-hmm. you know, sort of filling a couple holes in the bullpen, and what they really need is a fifth starter. Right. Yeah. Like, very badly need that. Uh, but I, I can't, I, other than that, I don't, I don't see them doing a lot this year, even though I was like, Ozuna, we could take Ozuna, like, <gasps> it is not. You where what? she went? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, so, I mean, such a bummer. the show notes, gentle listeners say, oh, my God, the Marlins are having a fire sale <laughs> <laughs> because he was part of the the Stanton to the Yankees, Ozuna to we're not going to talk about it. Um, Christian Yellich was like, can I go too? <laughs> <laughs> set, that, set that boy free. Yeah. 
And yeah. D. Gordon went to the Mariners, I want to say? Something like that? I know he went I know somewhere. It was, Hang it was on. far away. I remember it was about the opposite side of I the I think country. it is the Mariners, yeah, because... Yeah. Yes, yeah, because it was literally the farthest that two teams can be. Yeah. I remember when... Um, Clip and Drew were on separate teams for the first time. Grace and I sat down and, <laughs> like, geography mapped it out to see if they were the furthest that one could be from another player or if there was another further option. And the further option <laughs> that we found was Seattle and Miami. Yeah, that's, like, the two farthest points in the continental United States. Um, um, but, yeah, and I love, like... I love that, like, generally baseball is like, don't talk smack on your former team, blah, blah, blah. And everyone's like, nope, totally deserves it. Like, everyone who's left the Marlins is, I believe, Stanton called it a clown show. Yeah. God, yep. I mean, god damn. Because you said, okay, this is their, fi their fire sale, right? But it's their annual fire sale. They do this every single year and that one memorable time i want to say in like 2012 or 2013 they did it in the middle of the dang season mm -hmm. <laughs> how are you that bad at things like <laughs> it seems pretty cut and dry at this point that like okay so the astros tanked clearly and they tanked with a plan and they're the front office of the astros is terrible um in terms of like actually managing people but like good in terms of adhering to their own plan mm -hmm. it, but it seems pretty cut and dry of like hire some like hire some math nerds <laughs> learn python get people <laughs> build in a specific way like this has been tested multiple times like the astros did it the cubs did it the dodgers did it the red sox did it like this is not that hard at this point and see my question is i i don't even know that i'm not even sure that that would help them because i feel like their problem is not identifying talent because yeah. they have talented players it's that when they get those talented people they're like eh but why don't you go somewhere else like it, it's like yeah. oh we have this really amazing player that we offered a huge deal to that we shouldn't have done oops guess it's time to ship him off to new york or mm -hmm. we've got this re these two really talented people in our outfield let's sell them for nothing for no reason like i can't even call it deliberate tanking it's just it's just baffling yeah mm -hmm. no it, it would be like the astros were like yeah we've had this all super guy for a while i don't know like, bye. he doesn't want money, and we don't <laughs> want to give him money, so, like, bye-bye-bye. Yeah. And even that, I could, like, I could understand if this was a just financial decision. We don't want to have to pay Giancarlo Stanton's contract, which everybody knew when they gave it to him. Right. That they were not going to end up finishing paying that off. Like, this was a preventable problem. Right. But how much money could <laughs> Marcelo Zuna possibly be asking for at this stage in the game? Like, it's just like, I guess we don't need you because someone in our non-existent farm system is just as good. What? <laughs> we all thought, we all thought, well, I don't know, maybe not all of us. Some some people thought that the change in ownership would, like, help this, but nope, same old, same old. Yeah, what so. did you say last time? Same shit, different owner? Like, yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, it's just, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Their their fire sale is ridiculous, and obviously, like, we benefit from it because we're they're in the same division, and they were the only ones who like could give us a run from our our, our money last year, maybe. Uh, until they didn't. Once again. until they 
didn't, yeah. but like yeah. they could. Um, and, and it is, you know, obviously the death of Jose Hernandez changed how they were planning to do the rebuild. Yeah. Obviously, but at the same time, like we're benefiting from this, but everyone's like, you know, you could just not do this. Yeah, I I personally would benefit. I like I would rather have a strong fish yes. that we could compete against because I think that would be really fun. And apart from their ownership, they're like the <laughs> they're not sucky. <laughs> like you know, just yeah, they're they were a fun team to watch, and they yeah. shipped all their fun out of town. Some of it to except, the Cardinals, except poor Christian Yelich. Oh God! Do you want to go get the van and the sack, and we're just like, look, we have enough center fielder, like we yeah. have enough outfielders, but like, I mean, <laughs> just because now it's a rescue mission. Like when we talked about it once before, it was like he would be fun to have. I certainly like looking at him. Is somebody save that boy? Yeah, this is like yeah, compassionate release. Yeah, <laughs> like we don't have to keep him. He just needs to not be there anymore. Like yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna rehome Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Like my father does with woodchucks from under his front steps. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah. we'll be like the the animal police, except for baseball players. <laughs> um, put him in a have a heart trap and drop him on the Boy Scout reservation across what town. Would, <laughs> <laughs> what would you put in the humane trap for Christian Yelich? Oh, I just answered my own question, and I'm uh, not saying it on the air. <laughs> um, I was gonna go with eyebrow grooming gel. What were you gonna say? He doesn't need eyebrow grooming gel. His eyebrows are flawless. I know, probably because you know he groom them. Eyebrow grooming gel god they just beat those eyebrows okay no they don't no <laughs> just i feel like we've asked this question before but does christian yellich thread his eyebrows yeah. i you know maybe we should put like a couple coupons for eyebrow threading in there <laughs> like we're like we promise not to post weird videos of you on deadspin just get in the trap <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not picturing videos on Deadspin of Christian Yelich in a woodchuck trap. <laughs> <laughs> like, hello, what's happening? Why am I in this cage? Oh, we're leaving the Marlins. Great, I'll stay here. Just like throw some yeah. catnip in. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, humane release of of Marlins. Yeah. Poor baby. Oh. Well, yeah. Those. Yeah. I mean. There's not not anything to say other than like we I would like the quality of the co of competition in the NL East to be better. Mm -hmm. And for, go ahead. No, I was gonna say if if for no other reason that it'll make us a better team. Yeah, yeah. it'll push us to play better, make better deals, make better jobs. <laughs> and I would also. Because, you know, as a fan, it gets very tiring to listen to other fans be like, well, of course the Nets won the NL East. The NL East is garbage. I'd like to be able to win it and have people not say that. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, the, the Mets, haven't the Mets basically everything they've done this offseason so far has been someone gets traded to someone else and then the Mets say, yeah, we were trying for him too. Yes. Has it, has it, I haven't been paying attention. Yeah. To they were going to get Eden Kinsler, then they were, then they didn't. Mm -hmm. Um, like there's been a bunch of trades where it's like the Mets fair, were like. As far as my Jewish mother is concerned, I was also going to get Ian Kinsler. <laughs> then I didn't. We don't like Ian Kinsler. Yeah. Remember, we have a weird grudge against Ian Kinsler. We do also, have a weird grudge against Ian Kinsler, but he's still Jewish. I, I know, but he said some stupid ass shit before World Baseball Classic mm -hmm. about Latino players. So there like, are, there are better choices for your affections. Yeah. I don't have affections. I didn't. Say <laughs> I do. I said my mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, Please, just point out 
Did, yeah, uh, I was going to say, did you just like slide a picture of Bregman? And you're like, yeah. he's age appropriate. He's Jewish. He seems or, relatively non problematic. Or who's the one, the other one that you guys really like? Kiermeyer? He's not Jewish. No, not, then, then that's not who I'm thinking of. I'm clinging um, to that. I don't oh, it care. Is, it is Kevin Kiermeyer. Laura thinks he's Jewish. Kevin Kiermeyer does not think he's Jewish. <laughs> you can oh. keep telling me that. Um, I could have sworn there was, some, there was another Jewish player that you were really into, but I can't remember now. <laughs> well, Josh Peterson is Jewish, but I'm not into him. He's got a weird face. Um, <laughs> also, like, his parents with the naming, like, <laughs> story about my grandfather being like, who names their kid Lance? Um, <laughs> during the bris? <laughs> On the Bima? <laughs> and they're like, oh, we are going to only say Hebrew names from now on. <laughs> like, like, Jock Peterson's family makes me think of that story. Because, like, who names their kid Jock? Honestly. Sid, what's your Hebrew name? Uh, uh, Shira, actually. Really? Yeah, Shira Bracha. Oh, I love that. Um, it means blessed song. <laughs> I wish that was mine, but I like mine, I guess. Ariel Tsipora. Oh, that's not nice. My sister is actually Hana Tsipora. No, oh, we match. My sister's is terrible. She's Seema Gittle. Ooh. Ooh. No, no. I don't know what that means, but it doesn't sound very nice. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it means. It just sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like naming Seema a kid Ethel. Like, yeah. I want uh, Ethel to come back as a name, actually. I kind of like it. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> um, but like, yeah, Jack Peterson makes me always think of that that story because I'm just what like, kind of oh, name is Jack. what kind of name is jo- you named your son Jack? Uh, <laughs> what if he's not athletic? So we, can't, <laughs> we can't throw too many stones, given Brooklyn, D- Brooklyn or Brooklyn? It's Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah, not Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> So that would it's actually just as plausible a name. Okay. I <laughs> actually am curious if they have a New York connection or if they just like the name. I have a feeling they just like the name. It's it's a very popular young baby name. I know. Anything with a Y in it is just officially off the table as far as I'm concerned. No more Ys. I have two in my name. You know yeah, that, right? Yeah, I have, I have a Y in my name, too. There are normal names with Ys in there. There are normal names with Ys, but this generation's name with, names with Ys are not those names. It's because they put the Ys in the weird places. You know, right. Therefore, until we get this whole thing figured out, we're just banning wise. Oh, okay. Well, I can still get away with shortening my name down to one letter, so I'll be all right. I mean, in new babies, not in you guys. Yeah. Sid's, Sid's name would become unpronounceable. Sid- yeah. <laughs> there are variable spellings of, of Sydney that don't have any Y's in them. Oh, but they're probably much worse. No, it's S I D N E E. No, they're um like S S I O D, like Sioudeni, like oh, so like, like Irish what or something? What? Like Irish ish? Yeah, like, like like it's a it's a really old name. Okay, like it it comes from Sidonia. Like yeah, I, I thought you meant like putting an I on the end instead of a Y, and that's just terrible. No, there's there is a bunch of variable spellings because it is it is an old name. Yeah. I told my name to someone. It's like that's like naming your kid like Dallas, and I'm like, it's named after Sidonia, which <laughs> is the country next to Lydia, which you might know because they were famous for purple dye back in the day. Like, <laughs> like, po- like people people been naming their kids after weird places for like several thousand years, guys. So what you're uh, saying is Brooklyn with a Y and Sydney with two Y's are actually pretty much the same. Yeah, it's kind of the same. Where I'm like, yeah, the idea that like a pl- people named after places are somehow trashy, I, you know, it's unless you're naming your kid Hoboken, like whatever. <laughs> 
it's not the, it's not the naming after places thing. It's just it's like that is a very trendy name that is it's yeah. you know it's this year's Skylar. Like oh, please uh, don't. So anyway, um, the what baby other place. baby names do we hate? Well, <laughs> now that Hamilton is big, we're gonna have people naming their kids Skylar, but spelled like it is an Hamilton. Oh no! Oh, yeah. I think they already do that though. I think yeah. they already do. Um, I I was just thinking maybe there'll be a bunch of kids named named Hamilton now, which is actually kind of old fashioned but kind of cool. It could be worse. I've taught a bunch of kids prior to Hamilton named Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. it's a thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's an old name. Um, I, I definitely associate it yeah. with like like blue bloodedness, like Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. Hamilton, something you know, Throckmorton the third. Like <laughs> these are regular children. Yeah, I know. Um, I know. I know. Not fancy children. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Hamilton, it's one of those things. There is a long tradition of naming your kid after presidents, though I know he wasn't president, like, mm-hmm. in the Black community, like, you give the you give the kid the full name of the president, mm-hmm. or a full name, and then your last name, so I, I don't know, like, an Alexander, Alexander Hamilton Jones would not be, like, a weird name. Oh, oh no, no, that sounds nice, yeah. honestly. Yeah. yeah, um, and so that's, that's one of those things where I'm like, I would bring that back. Maybe not James Buchanan, like, James <laughs> yeah. Buchanan Barnes got, like, the worst part of that. Um... <laughs> He was kind of a crappy president. Like, don't name your kid Andrew Jackson, like, Smith. Oh, yeah. Um, but, like, Abraham Lincoln, you know, I don't know, other generic last name. It would be a fine name for a child. Yeah, but then you'd be Abe. Yeah. Go by Lincoln. What's wrong with Abe? I don't like it. I like Lincoln, though. You could be Lincoln. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so... So I don't know. I, we've come far afield. Yeah, we're back to. Sorry, we're, Us, we're, as usual, it was me. I was just <laughs> promising Kay I wouldn't do this because I'm the one who has somewhere to be. And I was just saying we all follow you right down the track. So um, that said, I don't back, remember where we started. Back to off-season moves. Back to off-season moves. The Nats are still just kind of holding pat, which is either going to mean. It's just going to be nothing, or it's going to mean the classic Rizzo. You got who for what now? Yeah, you know, yeah, like, I mean, you I wake up tomorrow and we I, got Max Scherzer again, or something. You know what I mean? Like, I think we're going to get a starter. I really do. Mm-hmm. We need one. We need one. My 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 precious Boo Dimples is not going to come back yet. Uh, if we're lucky, he'll come back at the end of the season. Like, yeah. I so. mean, I don't I don't know that it's going to be a blockbuster starter, but we are going to get. Someone with an arm who can throw and start games. Who's even yeah. up for grabs right now? On the free agent market, not much. I'm yeah. sort of expecting it's going to be a trade. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I mean, he does He does manage to find uh, treasures that no one was looking for. So, well, let's, you, know let's who else? Our you know who else is on the raise and not Jewish? Chris Archer. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. I, can I have? Please. Yeah, I would like that. Very please. Can we have uh, him? Rays, are you gonna follow your partner, your your co-state team there, and have a fire sale? Because we will take Chris Archer. Well, they traded Evan Longoria. Yeah, they they kind of did have a fire sale. Um, they're like, hey, fans to the franchise, scoot. Um, so D span huh. is now a Ray. Yeah, hmm. I I saw that, and I saw something about like Evan Longoria being traded, but it was very late at night, and I wasn't sure if I was reading it process uh, correctly. So, or if it were Eva Longoria getting traded, because well, it was also mentioning Eva Longoria, and I was like, I don't know what's happening, <laughs> so I'm going to just leave it alone. <laughs> um, yeah, D spans now. D spans now. Array. I think the the Giants are trying to like not suck. 
as much as they sucked because they what was it like i i want to say evan longoria had more home runs than the entirety of the giants last year i don't really understand why the giants were so terrible last year quite honestly because that core has either eroded or gotten old and they haven't really brought in young players i mean we're we don't see the giants very frequently so it's kind we don't know all of it but they haven't replaced them with good people out of their farm system. Why? I don't know. Or maybe well, they're good and they're just like five. As... And so they need time to, the thing on the turkey hasn't popped out yet. Huh. Bumgarner, as we all laughed at, also had the dirt bike accident. So, yeah. <laughs> um, well, How did he recover from that? I never checked in, back in. He recovered. Giants in recover, whoever covered. Oh, okay. Tim Linscombe. Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry. I'm ready for this conversation. Okay, like emotionally, physically, spiritually. <laughs> very, very much so. Although there's not actually that much to talk about. Um, he, but he appeared like like straight majestic cryptid Tim Linscombe has been spotted in a <laughs> shirt with no sleeves and a bite mark on his arm or a cupping thing. I don't know. Maybe um, a little bit of both. Who knows? Looking. Uh, I have not seen him lately. It was not my bite mark. I just want to get that out there. Okay, it, it may have been Ursula's. Shout it, yes. out to, to Flipping Bats and Winning Games because uh, um, she was she was into it. Um, he looks good. Yep. He looks like he's been picking up heavy things and putting them back down. Yeah, he got a yep. little ripped, which is very odd to see. Um, <laughs> he's done that before. It doesn't make it any less weird. I don't know. It, in my head, he is a bag of sticks loosely assembled in the shape of a man. And so, like, seeing <laughs> him with, like, musculature, I'm like, how? <laughs> well, so bag of sticks, Tim Lincecum goes with long hair. Mm-hmm. That's true. Short hair goes with biceps. Yes. Okay. That's how this I will, works. I will take your word on that one. Um, is he still in the Angels minor system, or is he just floating around with no home at the moment? I think he's a free agent. Yeah, okay. he's floating with no home, but he, apparently he's going to do a showcase, and mm-hmm. See if he Hopefully, can come back whatever. This time. <laughs> yeah, because it was it was hip problems, and that's mm-hmm. not a surprise given his his weird delivery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. That you know, someone young and super flexible got older and less flexible, and all of a sudden his rubber band stick man <laughs> yeah delivery system didn't work anymore. Yeah. Um. But like, he he is like to an extreme extent what what happened when Stanton got hit with the. It, 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 in the face with a ball like him coming back is good for baseball mm-hmm. I yeah I hope so like I want him to come back I want him to be to be healthy I don't want him to be like doing the Barry Zito like my life just fell off a cliff kind of thing yeah yeah um, it would be nice to see return to form Timmy or, to or even just decent starter oh my god if we yeah. got Tim Linscombe no he would melt he would melt we can't have him oh I was like so a jelly excited for a second in the sun like Ursula would kill us. What? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember how well he played when the few times that he was here and I actually saw him. And the only memory I'm coming up with is him spitting constantly oh my God. during one of the games of yeah. the, <laughs> the DS back in 12, I guess. So. Uh, no, f- no, 14. Was 14. Yeah. Right, I was talking to you at the time and yeah. we were just sitting there in sick fascination. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? I was so much spit for one person. <laughs> um, no, I think, and I have no, I've never done an actual like game analysis, but I, I could um, on Baseball Reference because they do list temperature for games. My recollection is anything above about seventy-two, he melts like a Jolly Rancher on a driveway. Like, okay, so DC, you know what you need to do? Cover the stadium. The weather. 
<laughs> Air condition the entire city. Yeah. Please, God, I'm begging you. First of all, quality of life. Second of all, Tim, let's come. <laughs> Which Not is quality necessarily in that order. Let's let's see how he does at his showcase first before we get all like I don't don't want to accidentally tempt uh, fates and we pick him up and then he's not ready to be back yet. You know what I mean? So let's just, let's see how he does first. And then we can start deciding whether we want him to come back to us um, specifically. Better than, than Arietta is what I'm going to say. I like that the Nats were like, we have a lukewarm interest in, in Jake Arietta. I'm like, same, hard same. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, I would love Chris Archer, of course. Very um, nice. I would. Be such a delight. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah, I don't know if 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 we could steal a pitcher, uh, other than like we're not gonna get like Clayton Kershaw, right? Right. But if we could, I would love Chris Archer. Hell, I is Marcus Stroman up? Can can we take him too? Like if we if we have those traps, like <laughs> we wouldn't be re- we wouldn't be rehoming him elsewhere. We would be just stealing him. <laughs> Yeah, so I, you know, I just I would want to. St- there, there are a couple that I'm like. I know you're you're not a fifth starter. You're you're a first or a second starter. But mm-hmm. like, could, could we have? Well, we could get. You know, there's nothing to say. We can't get a, like a third starter and just shift everybody down one. Um, there were four in the bed, and the little one said, "Roll over." <laughs> put all of our pitchers in the same bed. Yes. Yes. <laughs> nothing not weird. where I was going with that, but I can take it. <laughs> I, I had a very odd thought and I'm not going to share. <laughs> um, I do have a ball from, from Winterfest that was a geo ball um, that I bought as part of their like mystery grab bag for like 40 bucks. And it's a 72 mile an hour curveball. And I feel like that was really well, money really well spent, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the slow geo ball. I think you should make a sign and stick it to the front of the case. Yeah. Slow geo. <laughs> like, like geo channel Levon Hernandez. <laughs> the ball i was like this is this is actually perfect it's a 72 mile an hour curve ball um we were the only downside is we couldn't figure out whether it was thrown for a strike or not it doesn't matter it meandered over like it's still (laughs) making its way towards the plate (laughs) well do we want to talk a little bit about winterfest yeah i we had a good time i mean tell me things speaking of yeah we have to fill laura in because she wasn't there but um we're gonna try to put some of this stuff up on our website and so we can get some pictures in for people so i think that would be fun um but we can give a little recap we missed all of pretty much all of the like actual important news and q a's and stuff we did see the most important q a though which was all the little kids um with Sean Doolittle and kids press conference. Aww. Yeah. And, and Adrian Stevenson, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> who is, by the way, if you had to create a stereotype of somebody from not new Orleans, Louisiana, but the rest of Louisiana, it is him. Yeah. Like every, I'm like, wow, every answer he has given, I could have called in advance. Uh, you did call some of them in advance. They were like, except for the food one. Cause we didn't hear that one until he answered it. His favorite food is like gumbo and, um, like jambalaya uh he likes country music he likes to fish and hunt and what was the last one that was like like it's a four wheel it's a four wheel what was the one that like hit that was the tipping point to louisiana in there i I think it was all of them yeah just taken together and then sean doolittle's like i'm not super athletic Um, which I think was my favorite response from him. Where mm-hmm. he's like, eh, that would require me. Like, I'm not super athletic. I'm like, you are literally a professional athlete. 
Um, and then some kid trolled him about watching uh, West Wing. Like, yeah. Somebody had clearly been paying attention. Um, my, my favorite response that he had, though, was, uh, well, not response, because it wasn't anything interesting. They were asking him about musical tastes. Apparently, he uh, grew up listening to metal, which is just an image I can't, like, make match with him now. Like, I can't really picture the Sean Doolittle that exists on the Nationals being a hardcore metalhead. Yeah, he seems like he should be wearing a cardigan at a Metallica concert. <laughs> he might wear cardigans at Metallica concerts, I suppose. We could literally ask Aaron if this is the case. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I was just like, that's not the answer I was expecting. Like, uh, at all. Um, let's see. Laura, you'll be surprised to note to know that Max was playing a game and got extremely competitive about it. Max Scherzer got really super competitive about a game involving like making words with other words or something like, like uh, basically hooking phrases together to get from yeah. like word a to like word F. It was like a um, word. It was like a word ladder, but with phrases. Please allow me to express my <laughs> massive surprise that Max got competitive about something. Um, he was, this was like competitive to the next level. The, his poor teammates. It's one of these games where they get the fans up from the audience. His poor teammates were just like, "We're just along for the ride," I guess. Why? 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 Poor teammates. I would have paid oh. a lot of money to be a part of this. Yes. Okay. Fair. Fair. Um, um, well, the best part is Sean Doolittle was like emceeing the game. <laughs> Clearly, because they're like, "You can make words with your face." Yeah. <laughs> you can make mouth words and read things. You were literate, therefore you emcee. Yeah, they were basically like, here's a microphone. He's like, I had this explained to me about 10 minutes ago. I don't really understand this game. Let's go. <laughs> oh, I have a close-up picture of Defoe blowing on a ping pong ball. Oh, my uh, God. So that's a thing that <laughs> happened. Oh, yeah. No, so it was great. They had team no hair versus team hair. Team hair was an Team audience. less hair, not no hair. Whatever. Yes. Well, yeah. Team hair, hair was Rendon, Defoe, who got like dread extensions, and then an audience member. I saw. Um, Did the yeah. audience member have uh, great hair? They had they, good hair. They both had the same amount of hair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so they had a game of like blowing a ping pong ball from one cup to the other, and they explained it to him, and they're like, okay, we need one person from each team, and Rendon's like, nope. She said <laughs> nope to every single game that was possible to that to play until they basically just forced him <laughs> poor boy um yeah he basically spent most of the the stuff like the most of the game challenges trolling his teammates and refusing to participate in any meaningful way <laughs> and, and and proving once and for all that he is in fact part cat yes he just <laughs> likes to bat things out of the air i've never felt more close to him um, <laughs> there were there were like cups and ping pong balls all around and he was just like smacking them out of people's hands just like but in a very cat-like way yeah. not the way a person would smack something out of a hand the way a cat would be like nope and like he was it, we saw him so um they had the christmas tree and then they had a really large menorah next to each other mm -hmm. um and the menorahs actually lit the proper number of of candles which i appreciated um and so Kay was like, do you want to take a picture by the menorah? I was like, sure. So we walk over there on our, basically on our way out. And there's Rendon, like, I don't know, a few feet away from me. Hugging uh, people and smiling and looking very nice. Um, at one point, somebody gave him a, a, a baby to hold who was sobbing. <laughs> He's just like kind, of hold, like kind of trying to wave and like trip the baby and give back. And like, it was very cute. 
Um, so like he he could be a person, and he was clearly being really nice to like fans and crying babies. Um, but he was not having any of it for any of the games, like zero. I think it's you got him to be in your menorah picture. No, no, it was um winners of like a a drawing to have your picture ah, taken yeah. with him. Yeah, we were like, we were just admiring from afar. It wasn't that far. It was pretty close. No, it was not that far. Um, I mean, this does track with everything that we've ever heard about or said on the show about Anthony Rendon, which is very great in person. Put him in front of a crowd with a microphone, and he goes, "Nope." <laughs> so, well, even the Nats, like the, one of the Nats report, you know, like in-house reporters, you know, they have like the the jersey with their own name on it and they do like the the games and kind of oh, MC stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah the nats live guys was like we have a beef with one another <laughs> <laughs> i'm like what has what has gone on that they have like a long-running fake feud or possibly real feud <laughs> he mentioned it a couple times i thought he was talking to the the fan though no he that was talking to the fan at one point and then he was like yeah rendon and i and i'm just like oh wow <laughs> Um, well, because he does not want to play any of these games. <laughs> I, you gotta wonder why they picked Brendone for that particular thing when they could have just put him in picture booths all all weekend long, just move him from one picture booth to another. Um, well, you know who who was in the autograph line that we got. Yeah, in? it was that was the night. So we determined that Sid must have the good mojo because um, in our autograph in our autograph session, and nothing against these people. I need to make it very clear. I'm not dissing them in our autograph session and this has been true for me usually um we had our new manager which is great except i know nothing about him and haven't formed an emotional attachment yet so hi dave martinez bye he he seems nice and (laughs) our new hitting coach who i learned his name that i think i think he was a pitching coach yeah sorry did i say hitting yeah pitching. he's our new uh liliquist um so again, no real emotional attachment. So I think it was Sid's uh, Sid's mojo that got us Michael A. Taylor in that line too, which was great. Except for the fact that I was wearing a Michael A. Taylor shirt that I couldn't have him sign because it was currently on my body. I did not plan well. Uh, they don't let you do that? No, no. <laughs> Just strip it off and hand it to him? No, I don't think they would let me do that. Or, or sign on the body, no. Yeah. Um, I would be wearing something under it strategically, now that I've learned from your mistakes. I thank you for this information. Yeah. Wore my resting pitch face shirt with my Rendon jersey over it just in case we got Rendon. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Michael A. Taylor. So I have a our tote bag that has the scorecard came came made mm-hmm. with heart uh, hustle and hit by pitch, and now it has Michael A. Taylor's signature across the whole scorecard, and it is the best. He was a little baffled by the request, but he gamely complied. So <laughs> <laughs> and he told Kay he liked her earrings. Oh, cool. Your mojo I, earrings, right? I, the usual. Yeah, yeah, I was very, very, very red in the face. For the They're excellent time. earrings. He has good taste. Um, but yeah, so that that was really nice, and I was just immediately after I kicked myself for all of the things I didn't bring that I could have had him sign, but you know, planning <laughs> did not happen. <laughs> um, but yeah, we clearly we clearly brought back stuff of substance from this particular winter fest. I think next year. We both said this at the time. I think we're going to have to try, unless scheduling is really bad, to make sure we go for day one. Laura, maybe think you, maybe you think you could get down here next year for it? Uh, <laughs> I don't even remotely know what my schedule is going to be for next Plan fall. So let me get back to you in like 11 months. Yeah. Plan it now. Well, and apparently next year they're going to do it at maybe at Nats Park rather than at the convention center. 
so that should be cool although also cold um because they're not they're not huge amounts of indoor air i mean there's they have a couple conference rooms yeah they have like so. really big did you guys ever go to any of their blood drives i always mean to and i never get around to doing it um there was a really really big like conference area type space obviously yeah. nowhere near on the level of the convention center but certainly of the size that I would never have imagined existed at Nats Park in terms of a single room being that big. Yeah, they have a couple really big ones on like the second floor. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they had, you know, a gazillion and one little cots sort of set up and you would lie there and yeah. they would dry your blood. And in my case, they would fail at it and go get help. Oh, and I would sort of roll my eyes gamely and say, I told you I was a difficult stick and you might want to get, you know, <laughs> your best person and some help. It's anyway, okay. big room. Yeah, I could see them using that. And then I guess they can just have the vendors and everything outside and have the the, the players standing inside where it's warm. Because um, it was it was pretty cold that day. I would not have wanted to be outside for, you know, six hours completely, like without a place to go inside and get warm. So I can't imagine they would do that. That seems like nobody would come. I, I, feel, they, I feel like this is, of course, before I started going, because I've only been going to these for the past five years or so. Um... I think they did used to do it at Nats Park. So I, we'll have to see if anybody who's gone to one of the older ones can fill us in on it, what the, what they did. But I can't, I feel like they would have to put their players somewhere warm. Otherwise they're going to have the players like in big bulky coats for your photo. And like, nobody wants that. You know, they want to show <laughs> yeah. off the, the new uniforms or whatever, which have, by the way, completely grown on me. I'm cool with them now. Okay. They have like their a navy blue and they have a, a nationals and script across the front. And I think they're really, really cute. Yeah. A lot of people love them. Kay, why didn't you like them at first? I I reflexively don't like the script. Just in general, I think. I, and that's just, I, I, for some reason, I just don't like it in, in, in script. Um, huh. And also, when, when it's a long name like Nationals across the front, they have to do the buttons weird on the button jerseys, which... I notice because I'm a pedant. Like, huh. <laughs> like I'm like, oh, the buttons are not even because they can't put the button in the middle of the letter. It's really small and stupid, and but they've completely grown on me because it's nice to have a, a navy blue jersey that I like as a. Other than the patriotic one, you mean, which was, yeah. do you wish <laughs> to wear an American flag or do you not wish to wear an American flag? It was such a good idea, and then they ruined. It was such a nice looking jersey, navy blue, white piping, white W, perfect jersey, and then they had to shove stuff inside the w i actually I like it not you know not for nothing i yeah. grace has one and though you know i have mixed feelings about patriotism i do think it looks very nice on her well i mean the th as the thing is it should have been like the nicest one that they had but anywho yeah the new one has that has it has really grown on me i think mainly because the navy blue is so nice with the white and everything so I, I agree on the piping issue on the front. Like, I would like a little bit more contrast, but it would be in the middle of the word. Mm -hmm. um, I, I do have a Patriot Series jersey that I got off-brand from mumbledy parts of the internet. Um, <laughs> ironically, because they don't sell them in women's. Yeah. Um, so, though, apparently I can fit into the child's large, which, it, oh, they don't God. Sell them <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, so I really like the, the new ones. Um, I'm glad that they went with that. I think that they look really nice and you know they could have gone to a a diamondbacks place and they didn't <laughs> oh god let's 
we got to take that out of the universe right now. Let's, let's yeah. Like, or they it. even could have gotten to a Rockies place. And they oh, didn't. God. That's, oh, no. Oh, like, no, 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 no. Oh, I, I should go, like, one episode without talking about the Rockies uniforms. We, like, we've had a streak recently. We go frequent episodes without talking about them. But um, and I want to say, like, as, a, as an all-female podcast, I want to be sensitive to, like, we, we talk about things other than the, the nice versus not nice uniforms. But, like, everyone knows those uniforms are, like, the worst. Nobody (laughs) likes them. The the saving grace of the Rockies uniforms is the fact that Ian Desmond wears one now, and I get to see the gun show all the time. Yes. That's Um, it. (laughs) And notably, noted uh, cool and even-tempered player Chris Sale once hated a jersey (laughs) so much he cut it up with a pair of scissors, and I'm never letting it go. So, like, (laughs) it it matters. That's going to be the first line in the obituary or something like that. I swear. Or like on his headstone. Remember that time he cut up something with, cut up a jersey with scissors? I mean, the jersey was really ugly. He could win every single piece of baseball hardware that exists and some that haven't been invented yet. And still, that's the thing that people are going to, hey, remember those jerseys you cut up with a knife? (laughs) You couldn't even wait to find scissors. (laughs) um, Those are pretty awful. Yeah, yeah, not so, not a rational choice, but um, yeah, understandable. So I I feel like it does it does influence people's sort of attitudes somewhat. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they looked really nice. Everyone looked. Pretty... All the letters were in national. <laughs> there were no natinals. <laughs> so yay! Yay! <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if we have anything else to report. Oh yeah. Uh, I half hugged Tanner Roark, and I wa- I washed the side of my body, but I shouldn't have. So <laughs> was um, that in a photo line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I didn't just like run up to Tanner Roark and like give him a side hug. Um, not that I wouldn't, but it was in a in a structured situation. Yeah, I think you shouldn't and just run up to him and give him a side hug unprompted. That might get you on a list somewhere. Yes. But yeah, so we we got a picture with with Roark and Matt Weeders that we'll yeah. put up on Insta. Or not on Insta, on the website. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yes, that was very nice. He, he gives quality side hug. Can confirm. <laughs> also, also, Matt Weeders is real tall. I don't know if anyone's noticed that. He was, yeah, like, honest to God, a foot taller than me. I was on the Weeders side of things, and there is a striking contrast. I guess, I mean, yeah, that's, as I said when we started talking about we didn't really, like, listen to any of the important information, and I saw some of it on Twitter yet, like, later, and I was like, oh... I was around when these things were happening, but I didn't hear any of them. Like Straw's talking about um, the the how pitching in the All Star game threw him off for the second half of the season. Rendon talked about how he wants to stay a National. Yes. 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 Um, and seeing that we have established that like words do not come out of his mouth mm-hmm. like by accident. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, not, yeah, like, blood from a stone kind of getting a quote out of him. <laughs> um, I was I was actually a little surprised and obviously pleasantly surprised of him being like, yeah, I like it here, you know. Mm-hmm. I would love to stay. And, you know, go, seeing that he's going into his last year before free agency. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Uh, yeah. That, that was really nice to hear. Um, right. that, that I think he's kind of speculating on it. I would think that the only other team he would really want to play for is Houston. I mean, we, we have, have dis- discussed that a lot, but I think also, you know, if somebody is going to offer him things he wants, you know, 
I wanted to stay here. He said he wanted to stay because he liked the idea of continuity, which is also something he brought up in um, <laughs> when they were talking about like how it, how they felt about Dusty not coming mm -hmm. back. Um, and he mentioned continuity again in that. So I'm mm -hmm. hoping that that's a, a big enough draw. And if the if everybody's listening, I hope to God, pay attention. He wants to stay. Make mm -hmm. it happen. Don't pull something stupid again. Like, yeah, don't. don't. And I so. think like with with Harper, who has definitely not said anything that declarative about staying or leaving. Um, yeah, not in a couple of years anyway. Yeah. Um, you know, we're probably going to offer him four hundred million dollars and there's no guarantee he's going to take it mm -hmm. um, with Rendon. It may be that like we're going to offer him not Harper money, though. You know, there's an argument to be made that we, that we might that we should, um, but that... I love Anthony Rendon, but I'm not sure anybody's advocating for a $400 million no. contract for Anthony no. Rendon. No, <laughs> not that much. Yeah, But, like, we're going to offer him stupid big money, probably. Uh, yeah, I hope so. But it's also just, like, given what he seems to value, that, that money may isn't... not... Yeah. Like... Well, there might be something else that they... Some other incentive that they could offer him. And also, maybe that'll help. If he wants to stay and he doesn't really care about money, then, you know, he'd be more inclined, theoretically, to give a, you know, home team discount. Like, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, I mean, I would hope that they know him well enough personally that they would be able to find something sort of specific to him where they can say, hey, we'll have you do this, we'll let you do that, we'll make sure you have this. Mm -hmm. I don't clearly know him personally, but... Yeah, yeah and I think, like... Well, with Strauss, we all kind of got surprised by, like, the, the, the vigor with which he said he wanted to stay because mm -hmm. he doesn't speak. And so <laughs> maybe there is something. And there's obviously huge changes in management in the past, you know, five, six, seven, eight, ten years. But, like, or managers. Uh, but, like, maybe it's just a good place for people who don't really want to talk. Hey, like, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't go to New York and not talk. You can't nope. go to Boston and not talk. Nope. Yeah. Um, and they probably don't want to go to some of the other places where you could not talk because, you know, they're they're not going to be winning teams. Or they're very cold. Or they're or they're really <laughs> cold or, you know, whatever. And yeah. so maybe there's something to be said for they've never really pressured either of them to do anything that they didn't want to do in terms of engagement with media. And they have pretty friendly media and if it's a choice between here or like like New York, like Stanton clearly is gonna love love being a Yankee. I think, like he wants that big stage. Yeah. He wants to be a big personality. He wants to go and and you know make weird music videos where some where the musician like grinds up on him for the <laughs> entire time. I've watched that a lot of times. It's great, <laughs> um, but like he wants to be a celebrity. Yeah. I don't yeah. think. Steven Strasberg has ever wanted to be a celebrity. No. Yeah. Um, maybe that's what they can offer to sweeten the pot for Anthony Rendon is like, you do not have to ever give an interview again unless you want to. <laughs> <laughs> no one will bring a microphone near you unless you gesture for them to come over. Like, maybe that in and of itself, like that would be enough to be like, I will sign with you for $1 if you can promise me that. <laughs> <laughs> like I want to play baseball and you can leave me the heck alone. Yeah. Um, I want I want the zone of he we can give him his own cone of silence just around <laughs> his locker. <laughs> well, and maybe that's I don't know, a team without Harper, like Harper clearly draws all of that away from from yeah. other guys. And it might change if Harper's not here. Um Yeah. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. Um but I feel like 
Max is comfortable drawing that away from other guys. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> Max has no problem being the face of. But there's yeah. only so much he can do. He's not the same... He's not the same type of personality as Bryce Harper. Yeah, like, he's like, happy to do it, but it's kind of media, darling. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he can't do an aerial hair flip. Like I know he has a skill set. <laughs> it's it's a pretty specific skill set. It does not include being able to flip his hair like he's the Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have to admit you're right. I mean, if you tweet that at him, he will work on it very hard in the off season. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do it. <laughs> Like, I'm going to bet you a penny. You can't do it. And come back, you're like, the most perfect hair flip I've ever seen. Wasn't there a contest about them a couple years ago that was like, like figure out what you can dare Max to do, and they were going to pick the best one, and they would be like a, a competition of, of whatever the thing you dared him for? I don't know. Oh, yeah, they yeah, do that. It was yeah. hashtag I challenge Max. That's how yeah. he was playing cornhole at Winterface last, Winterfest last year. Yeah. It was totally anticlimactic. Yeah, they did. They've done a couple of those. They had one that somebody challenged Rundown to like uh, giant Jenga, and he just trolled them the whole time. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, all right, this is this is fine, but like, I feel like challenging athletes to do something that is vaguely athletic. Like, I wouldn't challenge a, a three time Cy Young winning pitcher to play cornhole. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I assume he was really good at cornhole. He was. There's a. Somewhere in the depths of the Nats Twitter, the official Nats Twitter, there is a picture of him with me standing about a foot behind his elbow. With <laughs> oh, you yeah, guys remember, I remember that. that? I remember that. I had this face of just like absolute. I don't you, even know what. You were experiencing the rapture in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> I may have been. Um, yeah, the only thing between me and him was a little velvet rope, and he was throwing a beanbag. I also, I still. Before that, I had never heard of that called cornhole. I've only well, ever what heard is it of called? Cornhole. Beanbags. They called it what? You just called it beanbags? Yeah, we only ever just called it beanbags. But bean. Okay, I'm not. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. I have literally only ever heard it named uh, cornhole, except when someone is like, "That might be racy for the childrens," and then they call it tailgate toss. Tailgate toss. Yeah, I don't like that one. It's cornhole. Okay, whatever. Anyway, yeah, no, that's what they had them all labeled as as at Natfest. Nat, God. Winterfest? <laughs> Clearly, I could not MC anything because I do not make good mouth words. Um, <laughs> at Winterfest, they had they had a couple set up and they all said tailgate toss. And I figured that that was um, because they didn't want a bunch of little kids going, Mama, what's cornhole? It's beanbags. It's just remarkably unspecific. I'm sorry. Nope, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> all right um, i think we have discovered about ourselves and each other <laughs> all right well i think we should probably call it a, a, a an afternoon unless there's is there anything else we want to sort of that probably sums it up i'm in my childhood bedroom since it is holidays and i as Kay is aware i found a yankees beanie baby teddy bear no um, he has a little 100th anniversary patch on his arm. Um, so I assume he's from 2003. So I just wanted to add that, that Yankees Beanie Baby has been a very nice uh, podcast buddy for the past hour. <laughs> mostly because I know that saying that will make Kay cringe. We'll have to get you a little screech to be your podcast buddy from now on. I would love a little screech. <laughs> I was going to say, can we take the Yankees Beanie Baby and like embroider a name on the back? If you want to. I don't know, just to troll a little. Who do you want to put on the back? 
Dan. Yeah. You know, yeah, they just, they got a little, they got a little, forgive the pun, shirty about having to put uh, names on the back of the jerseys for Players Weekend. Yeah, they really did. <laughs> He's got a 55 Some on the back. Them. I don't know anyway. if that's anybody in particular. I wouldn't know who was a Yankee in 2003 wearing the number 55. It Maybe it's their mascot. And, who the hell is the Yankees mascot? So just another guy one? with a ball for a head? No, I don't know that they have one. We don't because that that's just as that would be fun. as names on jerseys. The Yankees don't do fun. <laughs> the Yankees anyway. do not currently have an official mascot. Because they hate, they don't like fun. That's Google. Well, you know who else doesn't? There are three major league teams with no official mascots. Anybody want to guess who the other two are? I'm trying to think if I can think of them here. The Dodgers and the Giants. The Dodgers are one. Mm-hmm. The Giants have Lucille. Oh, that's right. Okay. <laughs> So we've got the Yankees and the Dodgers, and who's is, number three? Uh, is it going to be like, like the Angels or something? Yes, it is the Angels. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, I was going to say they, I don't think because they have all of those like they have a bunch of just random things that go around their outfield. I'm like I don't think any of those are official uh, mascots. They've got like a dinosaur, which makes sense, but um, yeah. Why does a dinosaur make sense? Because I think they were making some pun on on the the tartar pits pits. Oh, okay. There we go. Yeah. Um, um, I was like, is that a La Brea Tar Pits thing? Yeah, it... I think I think that's where it comes from. So, yeah, sure. Yeah, well, you guys have officially won Resting Pitch Face Trivia for today. Your prize <laughs> is a 100th anniversary Yankees Beanie Baby Bear. No! Let me know which you should send it to. Okay. No! <laughs> um, apparently, in 2003, it was Matsui. The mascot? No, the, um, the number 55. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was gonna say no. That actually makes a lot more sense now. Why I would have this. He was my favorite player. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was Matsui Matsu was my childhood favorite player, and I was ten in two thousand and three. Perfect. Oh, okay. oh my. No. What? No, Sid. No. What? <laughs> we been re- Sid, we have been very good this whole episode of not talking about this. What? No. <laughs> no. I'm twenty four. In case anybody was wondering, I just had a birthday. It was two days ago. Happy belated birthday, was, Laura. And that's Nat's all we're Twitter saying was very, on the very subject. Nice. What? <laughs> that's all we're saying on the subject. Happy birthday. I, well, can, I, can I say thank you to Nat's Twitter? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Nat's Twitter was, was wonderful and very sweet, wishing me happy birthday. So thank you to everyone who wished me a happy birthday. It made my day. I just meant no more old discussion. <laughs> okay. Well, why don't we li- wish everyone a happy set new of year. holidays? Happy New Year. Merry Christmas if you celebrate it. Um, happy belated happy, Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Yep. Happy uh, summer ha- summer solstice. Happy winter solstice. <laughs> happy belated winter solstice. Uh, the days are getting longer now. The sun is coming back. Yeah. Baseball will come again. Like <laughs> yeah. Now we can start counting toward down towards baseball. We we were um, doing that before. I know. <laughs> but now it's now it's winter, so we can count the days until spring. I don't know. Proposal. Um, we make all trades final by having owners um, or general managers jump over fires like <laughs> you would on the okay. solstice. Okay. I like it. Okay. <laughs> Just don't make the players jump over the fires. No, no. They need them not no. bad. Singed. No, they have to um, dirt yes. bike over the fire. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome idea. <laughs> so only Madison Bumgarner will ever be traded again. Or or Adrian Stevenson because well it's not a dirt bike it's a four wheeler but still good four four wheeler is an acceptable uh, who the hell is Adrian Stevenson <laughs> Andrew Stevenson Andrew okay Stevenson. thank you I I suddenly couldn't remember Stevenson's real first name and I didn't really know what to do about it it's Adrian uh, it's a, it, no, it's not. it's Gumbo. <laughs> 
seems like a perfectly lovely young man is what i'm gonna say he seems perfectly fine but like i refuse to know his right first name okay (laughs) um on this note i think yeah well we we should have ended when we wished everybody a happy everything but we ended (laughs) with the hell is adrian stevenson anyway (laughs) i'm gonna wrap it up before we get really weird um (laughs) i know it's a lost cause um we can, please follow us and sub, or subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us a rating if you have a minute. We really appreciate that. Uh, follow us for regularly scheduled weirdness on our Twitter, uh, <laughs> Resting Pitch Face with No G. Um, check out our website where we will be putting up some more stuff from Winterfest and some pictures if, for anybody who is interested. Um, and from there, you can find you can find links to all of our stuff, including our email address and our Zazzle store. For if you wanna if you wanna rep us at the next Nats fan event, because if I know I can speak for myself, if I see someone that I, I don't know that I'm not there with wearing something resting pitchers related, I'm probably just gonna like run at you. So <laughs> just be like, oh my god, so, buy you food or alcohol yeah, or yeah, the- just be like, thank you. Um, so yeah, uh, that's all of the things. That's all of the things. Okay. Um, for the last for the last resting pitch face of 2017, I am Kay. I'm Laura. And I'm Sydney. Let's go Nats. Let's go Nats. Let's go Nats. Please come back, Tyler. It's just not the same since you went away. We really miss your eyewear. And the way you confused that is at the plate. There's a C for you right next to Drew, and we need you to pitch the A. Besides, there's no other team uses chocolate sauce to sell.